bow our heads for a little prayer as we begin. Dear kind Heavenly Father, now as we turn our hearts towards you, we want to know the best things that you have for us. And down deep we want to feel so good because you have been so good to us. So bless this service in a special way we ask in Jesus' name, amen. Our text today for a Thanksgiving text, although we will look at many of them, <clears throat> our text is in James chapter 1, based on a premise of Thanksgiving out of James chapter 1. First I say to you, Happy Thanksgiving. This is a day we've set aside especially for the giving of thanks to God. And as I've been thinking about giving thanks to God, it occurs to me that giving proper thanks to God is a very personal expression. There are things that we can all be thankful for, general blessings that we all enjoy. I learned a little song when I was in the first grace grade in school from a music teacher named Mrs. Thompson. 27 years later, we bought this church from Mr. Thompson, her husband. That's kind of how things go, isn't it? This is the song she taught me in the first grade. For sun and moon and stars of light, Father, we thank thee. For each new morning with its light, Father, we thank thee. For health and food and love of friends and everything thy goodness sends, Father in heaven, we thank thee. I don't think they teach song like that in school anymore, do they? I learned it in school. But in that song are the things we can all be thankful for. Things we all enjoy in general. But today, I want to be more focused and more personal. And in our Thanksgiving text, we read this in James 1, verse 17. Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above, and cometh down from the Father of lights, with whom is no variableness, neither shadow of Turning. As I think about giving thanks, I go back in my mind and think about the good gifts, the perfect gifts that God has given to me. And I picture in my mind a gift, beautifully wrapped with a gift tag attached to it that says, To Eric, from your Heavenly Father. Or to Eric from Jesus. Or to Eric from the Spirit. I'm so thankful for these gifts. Given so thoughtfully to me. And so today, today I want to express my personal thanks to God. For some of the gifts. Good and perfect gifts. Gifts that he has given to me personally. I want to use something that I learned long ago. When I first attended church, I attended the little church just around the corner on Fletcher Chapel Road here, a couple miles from here at the end of Sour Springs Road. One of my teachers there was Mrs. Wright. 
Her daughter, Pat Fox, now attends this church. And there at that little country church, I learned to sing songs. Little songs about God. So I started early singing songs about God and his gifts. And you recall last week as we looked at Psalm 100, we were instructed there to come before his presence with singing. So I'm going to sing some of those little songs. And I learned so long ago as I thank God for the gifts he's given to me. You might say, this is my pastor's Thanksgiving list. I got one on the wall, but this one's different. So in no particular order, I will sing and give thanks to God for his special gifts that were given just to me. My first subject is God's wonderful creation. In the book of Job, in chapter number 38, it tells us there what happened when God created the world. Job 38, I'm at verse 4. Where was thou when I laid the foundations of the earth? Declare, if thou hast understanding, who laid the measures thereof, if thou knowest, or who has stretched the line upon it? Wherefore are the foundations thereof fastened? Or who laid the cornerstone thereof when the morning stars sang together and all the sons of God shouted for joy? When God created this world, when he said, let there be light, and when he said, let the waters roll back and reveal the dry land, and when he said, fill that dry land with plants, and then fill it with all sorts of living creatures. Job tells us that the angels, or the sons of God, were eyewitnesses. They were watching God create. And when they saw what he created, it says they sang his praise, and they shouted for joy. And sometimes I feel the very same way. The little song we sang when we were kids. Heavenly sunshine, heavenly sunshine. Flooding my soul with glory divine. Heavenly sunshine, heavenly sunshine. Hallelujah, Jesus is mine. I was singing this the other day, driving down the road in the pouring rain. It was wonderful. The angels shouted for joy, and I feel the same way about God's creation. And I've had some special gifts given to me. I consider come from God. When I was a young boy, my father brought home a baby deer. <coughs> the young fawn had lost its mother, and so we raised it. We had a large pen, and in the pen was a wooden crate. And that was for the deer to sleep in. I used to crawl inside that wooden crate and sleep with that little fawn. We curled up together. He used to suck on my ear before he went to sleep. Now, how many of you have ever had a deer suck on your ear? <laughs> Sleeping with a deer was one of God's gifts to me. It was wonderful. Remember, my father took me out in the field one spring night as it was beginning to be twilight, and we hid in the bushes. As we were hiding in the bushes, a woodcock, which is a little game bird, came and did its wonderful flight. My father took me there so I could see it. 
chirping as it flew in circles round and round and round, higher and higher, chirping faster and faster, and suddenly it went silent, and it dropped like a dive bomber down to the ground, and it landed in front of us as we peeked through the bushes, and it turned to the left, eh, turned to the right, eh, back and forth, made its little call, and then up, 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 for a minute or two, round and round and round again, repeating the flight and the dive bomb and the strange call over and over till the sun went away and he finally stopped. I saw the flight of a woodcock. It was a gift from God. Not a lot of people have ever watched a woodcock. Jimmy has, I'm sure. I've stood at Yellowstone and watched the bull elks come down off the mountains. I stood in the Canadian Rockies Saw a mountain goes go right over a cliff. And I've seen the sun rise on Long's Peak in the Colorado Rockies. And I have repeated over and over Psalm 8, O oh Lord, how excellent is thy name in all of the earth. And I've enjoyed watching the silent flight of the great horned owl. That was a pet we had when I was a kid. My father blew a whistle and held his arm out and it came silently and landed on my father's arm in a summer's evening. I thank God for his perfect gifts given especially to me that show his creative powers and his fantastic gifts of life to all things around us. Another gift I want to thank God for is my Bible. The Bible... The B-I-B-L-E. Yes, that's the book for me. I like this verse. I read and pray and then obey. The B-I-B-L-E. Over in Psalm 119, this is something I want to think about. Psalm 119 and verse 105. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. I grew up reading the Bible in the house where I was in. We all did. We grew up memorizing verses, learning Bible stories, but the Bible was for a long time just another book to me. And then I was asked to teach an adult Sunday school class for the first time by a friend of mine, Mark Chamberlain. And something happened. As I began to read and study the Bible so I could teach it, I became fascinated with the story. I couldn't put it down. It wasn't ever like I had read it before. I remember I was so fascinated with the story of Samson that I was going to teach that I kept reading and reading and reading and studying, going over it again and again, and suddenly I heard the birds singing. And I realized I'd studied all night long. And the birds were announcing sunrise. It was a gift from God. And I began to think about teaching more than just a Sunday school class. The Bible was a lamp to my feet, and it guided me down a path that would eventually lead me to stand right here in this pulpit. And I thank God for the good and perfect gift of the Bible and how valuable it has been to me. And now, I thank God for, I think, 
one of his most amazing gifts to me. In Psalm number 89, written by a fellow, nobody knows who he was. His name was Ethan. Psalm 89, verse 1, I will sing of the mercies of the Lord forever. With my mouth will I make known thy faithfulness to all generations. For I have said, mercy shall be built up forever. Thy faithfulness dost thou establish in the very heavens. I have made a covenant with my chosen. I have sworn unto David my servant. Thy seed will I establish forever and build up thy throne to all generations. And then Selah, let's stop and think about that. When I was young, we sang a song. I will sing of the mercies of the Lord forever. I will sing, I will sing. I will sing of the mercies of the Lord forever. I will sing of the mercies of the Lord. With my mouth will I make known thy faithfulness, thy faithfulness. Somebody else knows it. With my mouth will I make known Thy faithfulness to all generations. I will sing of the mercy of the Lord forever. I will sing of the mercies of the Lord. As I read this psalm and sing that song, it occurs to me that Ethan, the author of that psalm, has hit on one of the great truths of God. With my mouth... Will I make known thy faithfulness to all generations? I have often wondered this. Can I trace the hand of God working in my life? Where did it begin? When did it start? As the Bible says, God has been faithful to all generations. So I try to trace back the work of God as far as I can. And I go to an island out in the ocean off the coast of Norway called Alsea. And on that island, a man named Nils Lona raised a family. But on Sunday, very, very early in the morning, Nils Lona got up and began to walk across the island to the other side of the island, and there was his rowboat. He got in the rowboat and began rowing across the ocean to the mainland, maybe three-quarters of a mile, maybe more. When he got to the mainland, he tied off his little boat and began to walk towards town. There's a little village there called Lulasan, and when he got there, he opened the church, and there he preached. They say that people came from miles around to hear Nils Lona preach the gospel. To row your boat over the ocean and to walk Many miles was a challenge, but he did it to preach the gospel. Nils Lona was my great-grandfather, my grandmother's father. In another town east of Lillesan, another man named Tora and his father Ula 
were keeping sheep up in the mountains, and they saw a homestead that they would buy called Cook's Nest. They bought the farm, and in the summer, they walked to church seven or eight miles, uh, several miles away, but in the winter, when the snow fell, it was very difficult to get to town. And so together, Ula and Tor built a building, and they called their little building the Berdehusa, or the House of Prayer. And when the winter snows came and kept them from church, the local people attended the Berdehusa, the House of Prayer. Ula was my great-grandfather, and Tora was my grandfather. And Tora married... Nils Lona's daughter and those two godly families joined together into one. My grandparents came to America. My grandfather helped to start a Lutheran church in Cornwall, Connecticut. My father, as a young man, went to work for the Fish and Wildlife Service in 1957. In 1958, he was transferred against his will to western New York to work on the Iroquois National Wildlife Refuge. He told me before he died, I finally know why I was transferred to western New York, because God wanted you to be here. And in 1989, we bought this church, opened it up in 1990, I was 33 years old that year. And now next year begins the 33rd year of this East Shelby Church. I've spent half my life here. Now I want to say two things. God has been faithful to my family long before I ever existed. In the 1880s, my great-grandfather, Nils Lona, was preaching in Lillisan in their church because God was faithful to him. And on the other side, my great-grandfather, Ula, built the house of prayer because God was faithful to him. And I stand here because God has been faithful to our family for generations. It is his gift to me, his good gift, his perfect gift to allow me to serve him and preach the gospel. With my mouth will I make known thy faithfulness to all generations. And secondly, there are two more generations that now exist after me. And to them and to all of the new generations that are in this church, I promise, I declare, I guarantee to you that God will be faithful to you. He will give gifts to you. He will stand by you. And if you serve him faithfully, you can rest assured he will bless you and all your family because God is faithful to all generations. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Spirit, for giving such gifts to my family and then the gifts he gives to your family. There's another gift. 
that he's given in Psalm 122. I was glad when they said unto us, let us go into the house of the Lord. This is the most wonderful gift of group of Christians that I have ever known. And I love to come to church. You make it a pleasure to attend and a delight to serve. And I'm glad for God's gift to me, you, you all. You all are God's gift to me. And I have attended churches all my life. Never one like this. Never one so full of love and kindness and blessing. And so you are God's gift to me. And I thank God for that. And finally, one more gift that I want to mention. There are so many we could go on and on. But one more gift I want to mention. An old song that I learned as a very young boy. And he walks with me. And he talks with me, and he tells me I am his own, and the joy we share as we tarry there, none other has ever known. Everything I've said so far has been leading up to this. Nature's beauty, inspiring beauty, the Bible's power, family love, and the house of God. The best and most perfect gift to me is God himself. I can say we walk together, we talk together, we laugh together. Sometimes we cry together. But come what may, in all the world, there's nothing I enjoy more than spending time all alone with God. It has been my pleasure to know God and to trust Jesus, to listen to the voice of the Spirit. So I thank God for all of his special gifts to me. This is my Thanksgiving list. I wish you all a happy Thanksgiving. May you enjoy God's gifts, everyone he has so generously provided for you. Enjoy your family. Love them. Enjoy your church. Love it. Enjoy your God. Love him. And we're going to close with one more song, which is Praise God, from whom all blessings flow. Let's bow our heads for a word of prayer before we sing. Dear kind Heavenly Father, we look at what you've done for us, how you've so faithfully provided and cared for us, given us such wonderful things. It is with great pleasure that we say thank you today. Down in our hearts, we recognize these gifts as being specially crafted and made just for us. So we say thank you down deep inside for what you have done, how you blessed us. Now we can walk with you and talk with you. And you tell us that we belong to you. We thank you for that. So bless us in this Thanksgiving season. May we find a fullness and a completeness in it.
that will bring to us a happiness that the world cannot know or even understand. So bless us, we ask. Be with us, we pray in Jesus' name, amen. In closing, I'd like you to turn in your hymn books with me, if you will. Number 809. Number 809 is the doxology. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. Standing together as we sing, 809. <laughs> what you have done for us, the many gifts in our life. Lord, we are ever grateful for those around us and the nature and the things that you have given to us. Lord, help us to be ever grateful for your word and your love and your kindness and the fact that you are patient with us and walk with us daily and that your mercies are new every morning. We are grateful for your faithfulness. Help us to be thinking this way always and to live our lives in a thankful heart. We are just grateful for this and we ask for protection, Lord, for all of these folks. Bring our folks back to this place. May our hearts be filled with worship throughout this coming week and throughout this coming year. Ready to serve and always grateful for all that we have. In your name we pray.